We want a righteous invasion of truth. We want a riot. It's not your mama's Christine Podcast. Welcome everybody. Not your mama's Christine Podcast. Christine Podcast. Don't take yourself too seriously. I am your host, Shane. Here with my brother Eric, you want to riot? <laughs> Never, <laughs> Garmin. Yeah, R.I.P. Man. I know. When he just passed away. What last week? Yeah, yeah. It's a rough day. Yeah, that was that was a rough. Who day. Who else died that day? Rush Limbaugh. Oh, Rush Limbaugh. That's it's right. It's a rough day for conservative Christians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carmen. Uh, most people probably don't know who Carmen is. Have you tried? So I, I started asking people when he, the day yeah. he died. I was like, I, any because I, you know, my office is here at, at in the bottom of Crossroads Church, and I, I was like talking to different people. Yeah, and I was like, hey, you, you know Carmen? And they were like, no, nobody, <laughs> no. Tim knew who he was. Okay, I didn't ask Jesse. I would assume Jesse, Jesse would know. Would. Jesse yeah. would know if you grew up in a Christian home back then. You for sure knew Carmen. Yeah. was. Tim. If you, if it was you, so cool. Yeah, Tim, if you don't, <laughs> if uh, he was on the podcast not long ago, Tim Brooks is who, who I was talking yeah. about. But uh, yeah, Carmen. Did, was... uh, Lauren didn't listen to Carmen, right? No. Have you tried showing Carmen to Lauren? No, I don't think because Lauren was working the night shift the day that he died. So when I, mean, she works... I mean, not just that day, like ever. No, 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 no. no Why? Because no. I, I don't think about I've Carmen. I've shown Erica Carmen before. Yeah. She's like, what is this? Like, yeah. she cannot believe anyone listens to it. But here's what I would say. First off, before you judge uh-huh. Erica, um, I would never say this to her face. I always say it in her bike. <laughs> no. um, a lot of artists in the early 90s are not good yeah <laughs> like they, they it was very prime for that day and age yeah, yeah. it's not good now in yeah. the 2020s but back then it wasn't like that terrible right it was still very very christian <laughs> very <laughs> very um corny for sure but th- but that was more of the style yeah, in the go 90s. back into he was in the late 80s early 90s what do you think vanilla ice is good yeah do you think he was huge bloodhound gang is good <laughs> bloodhound gang <laughs> That's not the 90s, <laughs> is it? <laughs> is I bet it's the 90s. I think it's like late 90s. Or <laughs> the 2000. ones all in Bloodhound. Well, how did you go from <laughs> Carmen to the Bloodhound Gang? <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of jumps we make here. <laughs> not your mom's. I was just thinking of corny songs I used to like. <laughs> and I thought of Bloodhound Gang. Wow. Wow. If you're... If your congregation knew that you grew up listening to the Bloodhound Gang. The other day, Eminem came on while we were playing... Um, a game and yeah. I knew every single lyric. Yeah, that and was... I even said I was like, "Isn't it impressive? I know every single lyric to this because that's what I listen to." It's crazy. I mean, mom and dad didn't love us listening to that, but no. you know what? We did. Yeah. But we had enough Carmen in our back pocket that we could listen to that and be fine. We're yeah. still pastors. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, that's one hundred percent right. When, uh, but with with Carmen, he uh, it seemed like a lot of if you grew up in a Christian home in the eighties or nineties. You you would know who Carmen was most likely because yeah. at that time too in the eighties and nineties it was very the the Christian culture was very much burn all of your secular CDs uh-huh. no movies right all the stuff where it was it, it was like sheltering your family yeah watch salty praise book yep homeschool your kids get McGee and me VHSs McGee and me, <laughs> yeah yeah listen to DC Talk Newsboys that, uh, but that audio was later. A. audio adrenaline that was later Carmen was before all of them yes and, and I think that Carmen probably appealed more to our parents generation anyways so and, when and, when yeah, you're a kid would. you don't really pick the music you listen to no 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 right when you're in elementary school 
I didn't choose. My kids don't like Avid Brothers. I don't think. I just make them listen to it constantly. <laughs> yeah. They always say, "Dad, why do we always have to listen to your music?" Uh-huh. I would say, "Cause your music sucks." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's what our dads, all parents, did that to their kids. Yeah, for yeah. the most part. Yeah, for sure. So that's what Carmen was. We went and saw him at the Baltimore Arena mm-hmm. down downtown Baltimore, which yep. is you know, it's it's not as big as like. I don't know Verizon Center, which is where like the Capitals play and the Wizards yeah. play and stuff. But it's a it's a big it's arena the, in Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, it's my uh, first. Carmen is my first musical memory. Yeah, but one thing I learned about Carmen later uh-huh. is that even though he's very devoted <laughs> Christian singer who had a righteous evasion of truth, he was a champion. Mission three sixteen, you name uh-huh. it. Um, the rumor going around was that that man slept with a lot of chicks. Yeah, but it's just a rumor. You can't. I, he was never married. You can't. No, he got like, married like five years ago. I'll hold it. Because you can't like start. I don't know. You're just spreading the rumor now. There is no facts to yeah. back that up yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> you ever watch Tom? I've told you about Tom Segura before, right? Uh-huh, Same comedian. Yeah. He was, he was saying, if you think where there's rumors, you'll say it. And people are like, okay, I believe it. And like, do you want to do any fact checking? Nope, you said it, so I believe it 100%. Yeah. And that's what this is. I'm pretty sure it's true, though. There's no there's no <laughs> facts. You have no facts. I no heard proof. he was sleeping with pastors. Well, <laughs> I heard he was sleeping with all these people. Yeah, but we don't know any of that. You don't know any of that. And the very well may have look, happened. But here's the thing <laughs> look at him at his wedding without a tie and that. Yeah. And his most recent, which was only five years ago, with that huge collar. Yeah. And you tell me that dude did not <laughs> oh, I don't do know. that on tour. <laughs> you have no we have no idea. No idea any of that. And I'm not feeding into that. If, I bet you though the man the man just died. I know, I understand. There's, there's no R. point. I, here's what I will say though. If that is true that he uh-huh. did that, it will eventually come out. Just like some more recent reports yeah. since, since man, this past like month or two has been just major <laughs> scandals when it comes to... The last few months. In to the Christian major world. Christian uh, celebrities. I'm going to use that word because it's very much appropriate. Um, first, there's Ravi. Yeah. So Ravi Zacharias. Um, you ever read any of his books or uh, saw him no. on YouTube? I've, I've seen him speak. I've seen videos of him speak. I haven't seen him speak in person or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Never seen a speaker person, but I watch a lot of videos. He makes very good arguments on why Christianity is true. Like, um, I read, uh, I can't remember which book I read. It wasn't that long ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, not even a year ago, I read it. Um, it was actually right after he passed away that I think I read it. Maybe, no, it was before that. Because um, when did he pass away? He didn't pass was, away that long ago. No, it was like within the last year. Yeah. And then as soon as he passed away, that's when some things started to come think, out about him. I thought there were some things coming out prior. Oh, were there? I, I think I th- it was rumors, just like I told you about Carmen. Just yeah. get ready for the Carmen stuff coming. <laughs> but see, I don't, yeah, uh, he died in May 2020, so it's actually almost a year ago at this yeah. point. And, uh, but I remember when he died, like the, the Christian world was you know, posting all these things. You know, we lost a really great pastor, a great a great leader. One of the really like he was on the forefront of came to apologetics, of like apologetics. explaining Christianity and why he, it's true. He was like the face of like respected Christian leaders in our world today. Yeah, that very that's who intelligent. Because if you don't, I, I'm sure not everybody knows who he is. If, I'm sure a lot of people do, but I'm sure a lot of people also don't. Right, and so he is. He wrote many books. A huge. Yeah, he was pastor. born in India. Yeah, I think he lived in Canada. Um, but yeah, if you watched him, it's like 
a lot of times you'll hear pastors and pastors are, are smart, I guess, mm-hmm. but we're just, we're just taking other people's ideas and making it our own. Everything's athlete. regurgitated. <laughs> Where, but then every once in a while you'll get someone's like, oh, that dude's like just, uh, he's a teacher. That's, yeah. a, that's what he is. All he does he's is genius. just, yeah, he's smart. And so he wouldn't give sermons. He would just talk about why right. he believes Jesus, he, he believes in Jesus and Christianity. And then at, at different lectures, mm-hmm. people would ask him questions. He would answer it, and you can find them all on YouTube. All really good stuff. His book was really good. Yeah. I liked his book. I mean, he's written many books, but the one I read. Um, but it came out after there's most recent investigation that I guess his company RZIM, yeah, Zaki, Rad Zaki, Zaki, Ravi Zacharias Industries or something. Ministries, international ministry. Yeah, they like there's too many reports coming out of potential abuse of mm-hmm. all this stuff. So they did a full fledged report investigation and released it all like a month ago. And it came out. I was like, Oh, this man like yeah. abuses power, sexting, pot rape, mm-hmm. like all this horrific, like not just like cheated on his wife, like horrific abuse, abuse of power. Yeah. of, of of many different women that that were coming out that for a while were being pushed under the rug because he is too smart. He's one of our best. He's very good at explaining stuff. He's he's making smart people think about Christianity. Let's push that sucker under the rug. Um, and it all came out, and they said, yeah, he for sure did it. Yeah, and see, that's that's the hard part about it. It's what 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 he did is is sickening and disheartening as not just a pastor or a or a church leader, but as a Christian because. He literally would make these women feel like this is what God is calling for them to do. Because what he would say is, I'm so stressed all the time. I have so much going on. The weight of the ministry on my shoulders, I need a release. And I need you to allow that release for me. Yeah. That's what he would. That's how he would literally pitch it to these women. And he, he owned a uh, uh, like massage parlors. And he would go there and get a massage, and then he would convince these women to do things for yep. him, which is extremely inappropriate and terrible, right? Christianity uh, Today, I'll read a quote from Christianity Today about some of the findings. One woman told the investigators that after he arranged for the ministry to provide her with financial support, he required sex from her. Uh, she called it rape. She said, uh, Zechariah made her pray with him to thank God for the opportunity they both received. And as with other victims, called her his reward for living a life of service to God, the report says. Zacharias warned the woman, a fellow believer, if she ever spoke out against him, she would be responsible for millions of souls lost with his reputation when his reputation was damaged. Wow. That, that would, is like the the worst manipulation yep. that you could do. I that that blows my mind that that man did that. He solicited and received sexually explicit photos from more than 200 women mm. who were in their early 20s until a few months before his death um, when he was in May when he was 74. So here, here's the thing with this too, right? And um, I, I had someone, someone say this to me recently. Uh, how can a person read scripture? Because And it's not just Robbie. Like There are people that, that I know who are faithful in reading the Bible who are faithful in their quiet time and devotion and praying, and then still seem to miss it, like miss the whole point of it all, and and don't see, and this and for Ravi especially, he that's his whole life and his job breaking down scripture, 
breaking down what the Bible says, communicating the message of God, mm-hmm. and communicating it in, 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 communicating it in such a way that it is powerful and was and changed the way that many people viewed Christianity in a positive way. How can that guy then do things like this? You compartmentalize it. That's right? so crazy. Like how many people are addicted to porn and yeah. are also pastors? Like yeah. what do you do? You compartmentalize it. That's mm-hmm. I just do that. I know I probably shouldn't do it, but I'm mm-hmm. addicted to it. So like you just that's what everyone does, right? right. So like I've done that before. So yeah. I don't know. It's it's hard to it's it just I don't get how it's not just like looking at porn or an affair or whatever. Those are all terrible things. And our next our next person we're going to talk about did some of those things. Yeah. <laughs> but this is like, geez, abuse, like insane yeah. manipulation and abuse that you obviously know is insanely wrong. Mm-hmm. There's no way for you to justify that. Right. How can you do that while also, is it just, did he actually believe any of this stuff? I think you can believe mm-hmm. and do terrible stuff behind the scenes, but can you do that terrible of stuff and truly believe? I don't know if you can do that. Like, I, I just, I don't know how you do it. And then what do you do with all of his lectures? What do you do with his books? What do you do? Like, right. are you just done with it? Cause there's the, the, the thing I wrestle with is if the truth of God is still delivered, mm-hmm. does the messenger destroy the message? Does the fact that Ravi was a horrific person, destroy the truth that he was pushing out or and i guess you guys everyone has to determine that for themselves i personally will not read or watch another thing he does yeah or not that he's ever done knowing what he was doing behind the scenes well can't do it here's here's an example that isn't in the christian world either right um hbo just this past week released that uh First episode of the um, Woody Allen documentary. Have oh, you heard they of it? Did? I didn't know yeah, they were doing it. Just came I out. I definitely want to watch that. Came out this week. It's a four part. Um, Married his daughter or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah, like but also supposedly molested his a different another daughter that yeah. that was adopted. Yeah. Um, and so they they release this, but at the same time they also have Woody Allen movies on HBO Max. Yeah. And so there was a whole outcry of like, wait a second, mm-hmm. hold on, you can release this documentary talking about all the terrible things that Woody Allen allegedly has done mm-hmm. but you're still promoting his movies and still allowing people to watch his movies yeah. and HBO had to release a statement saying we're not going to take those off of our platform we we think that the viewer should decide whether or not they would like to watch those and they left it at that and that's the same thing that here right it's like same I mean I agree with that yeah like, I, and, and and I do too but it's the same thing with, with Robbie Zacharias right so it's like for you you've decided I can't. I can't read any of his stuff. I can't mm-hmm. go back and learn from anything that he's posted because the whole time I'm just going to be thinking this is fake, yeah. right? And I agree with that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also have no desire to watch a Woody Allen movie. I mean, I don't even know. Oh, good ones. Andy what, good. what all of his movies are. Come right? on, because you're not. You're not. Um, I'm not cultured. Yeah, you're not cultured. Enough. <laughs> that's but, but you only easy. only comic book movies for you. My that's point it. is, else. it's easy to take that stance when you don't, don't already care. care. Yeah, but when it's somebody that you do care about, we've talked. Well, we've talked about this brand, brand new. new. Right. Talked about that before. You still listen brand movement. new. Yep, I still yeah, listen. I've gotten new. vinyls from them since then. Exactly. And, and he, if you don't know anything about brand, it was part. Of, the least thing was part of the Me Too movement, and yeah. basically solicited pictures from underage girls. Yeah, and they haven't released anything since that's come out. But we grew up listening to brand new, and I still like their music. Yeah, and I still can. I still go back and listen to them. Mm-hmm. 
And so that's the, my point is it's easy to judge something that you don't really care about. Mm-hmm. But when it's something that you do like, all of a sudden everything can change. Yeah. I I definitely don't with how horrific – there's levels. How horrific his is. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to to hear anyone justify how you can still get stuff from him. Yeah. For, if it's not just bad stuff, I get – how you can still learn stuff from Carl Lentz, which we'll talk about next. Uh-huh. Even though I dislike him way more. <laughs> that just a whole anything. Um, but for how horrific his crimes were, it's like, I don't know how you... But, I mean, we listened to Michael Jackson uh, vinyl the other day. Yeah, like that's he, what I'm saying. <laughs> he most likely... That's what I'm saying. It's like, so, how do you... And maybe this is different because Michael Jackson is just singing about Thriller, right? At where that's, Ravi, that's the album we listen to. <laughs> where, where, where Ravi Zacharias is talking about everything that I believe and the creator and the God of the universe who I have invested my life into and I believe is a salvation for all men and women in the world, right? Yeah. So it, it's, a, it's a little bit of a different <laughs> playing field there too mm-hmm. because it's like... Yeah. You have higher expectations for yeah. someone that's a pastor talking Absolutely. about yeah. Jesus. That's what, as that's, you should, as yeah. biblically we should. Like I don't have to have high expectations of Michael Jackson. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? um, but for Ravi, we should have high expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm curious what other people would do if if they're just if you actually liked him. If you didn't know about him before, then of course you're not going right. to. But if you actually watched his lectures, which I've watched a couple, you actually watch his debates or whatever, mm-hmm. like. Are you just done with all of it? Like I have one of his books. It might. I'm. Right. I'm. I would never suggest it to anybody now. <laughs> no. Even though I I liked it and it made a lot of sense, but I would I would have suggested before all this. Now I'll never tell anyone mm-hmm. to read it because of what happened. But and maybe maybe it's because Ravi is it was teaching people how to live. Mm-hmm. This is the way you should live your life. Michael Jackson wasn't telling you how to live your life. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> <Living back>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so but that you know what i'm saying like that like he's trying to give you instruction on how to be a follower of jesus how to be a christian yeah and then all the while he was doing the horrific things that he was doing mm-hmm. that that's that's the difference i think between a woody allen movie yeah you know and and that do you remember the weird al um, <laughs> that, <laughs> that's all I can. That's I your LA that you just yeah, said. I know. As I was, I was thinking, talking, I could just see your eyes glossing over. I was thinking, eat it instead of beat it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get to our second pastor. This your boy Shane. You what? No, he is not my this boy. Is, you've you have always said no. I'm not how much. Literally, <laughs> every time you're like, can we get Carl on the podcast? <laughs> can we get him on the podcast? I'm like, no, Shane, never. and never because I knew that we would never be able to get Carl on the podcast <laughs> because I'm not Justin Bieber. Right? I'm not. I'm not Selena Gomez. I imagine he's a guy who likes to talk about himself, though. <laughs> yeah. Carl. Yeah. Right, explain. But he needs you know a bigger what? platform than our <laughs> piddly little podcast. All right. Explain who yeah. Carl Lentz is. Okay. What happened? Carl Lentz uh, was the lead pastor of Hillsong Church in New York. Uh, a lot of people obviously know who Hillsong United is. And Hillsong Church started in Australia and now is all over the, the world and is a global church started by Brian Houston. Joel Houston, the son of Brian, is the lead singer for Hillsong United. Yeah. And um, uh, But Hillsong Church New York... Uh, Carl Lentz was the lead pastor there for many years. I don't know exactly how long. Probably like over 10 Sounds years. Sounds a little too long. <laughs> yeah. So 
the thing about Carl Lentz is he has always been the the picture of what a celebrity pastor yeah, is. Yeah, he's the he's the image of a celebrity pastor. He he's him on preachers and sneakers. Stephen Furtick, him and Stephen Furtick. Uh, on preachers and sneakers, but I don't see Stephen time. Furtick with celebrities as much. Right, right. Where Carl was always with celebrities. Yeah. Uh, Chad Veach is another one who yeah. he, he likes to hang out with celebrities. He's uh, just like Judah. Yeah, yeah. Judah Smith. Yeah, another one. But Carl Lentz, uh, he he was like the first one, and he's he's the most he has been the most famous celebrity pastor. He was on preacher sneakers all the time, wearing thousand dollar shoes. Yeah, Louis Vuitton stuff. Crazy expensive stuff. He looks cool. He's fit. He's attractive. He's young. He is literally going places with Justin Bieber. Chris Pratt goes to was a member at at Hillsong. Kim Kardashian's a member. Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. He literally was not only a pastor, but he then turned into he was the pastor of celebrities. Now he is he was a celebrity yeah, himself for sure, and he loved. Beans. Ate it up. He ate it up. He loved the limelight. He was always around celebrity stuff. There's pictures of him without a shirt on. I, I just ripped. showed. I just showed you the one though. That man is ripped. There's that one where his shorts are insanely low. Just yeah. type in Carl Lentz shorts. Don't have to type. Don't do that unless you want to sin. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane how low those shorts are. Yeah, I don't know how you're not seeing anything. Yeah, just look it up. It's unbelievable that that dude that everyone's looking up right now. I know they are. Yeah, I'm saying that <laughs> Carl Lentz shorts. He has just Bieber's in the picture with you. You will know the picture. Yeah. He's not wearing underwear for sure. And it's like, how is a pastor? Walking around flaunting stuff like that. Yeah, it's not like Justin Bieber was. He was clothed. <laughs> He's fully clothed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Justin Bieber's next to him with a shirt on. Why is he? I don't know. Maybe they just got them working out, and he was hot, and I don't care. Needed to breathe. You, you, and you all over. Pull his body. your shorts up. <laughs> Man, pull your shorts up. <laughs> it's unbelievable how deep into the celebrity he fully embraced yeah. it. There's even like. A video on that Vice did on Carl Lentz from three years ago, mm-hmm. and they were saying like, "Why do you wear like such expensive?" Stuff? It's like, "Well, it's because when people so when people come in, they're like, oh, look, the pastor looks just like me. I like I can relate to him.'" And then the, the person was like, "But they're not wearing what you're wearing. Yeah. Like they can't afford what you're wearing. You're flaunting wealth, which we've talked about this multiple times. We had preacher sneakers on our podcast talking yeah. about it. But yeah, it's it and it it, it when." Thing, when everything happened with Ravi Zacharias, it was like for the Christian community, like, oh my gosh, heartbreaking. Yeah. When the Carl Lentz news came out, it was kind of like, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Of course, yeah, that happened. That's not surprising yeah. given the persona that he put forth. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we don't we we don't know him whatsoever. I've never even seen him speak live, but obviously, we have no. I, I never, I've never even watched a sermon of his. No, me me either. I'm sure he's great. I've always not liked him. Because of the persona that he put forth, yeah, it's it's persona that he's doing. <laughs> yeah, it's that he wants. Yeah, and yeah. Want, and and it's always wanted, right? Yeah, and so that also lends into like Hillsong, New York, wanted to be a place that was the cool place. That was that's always been what they what what Carl Lentz has been concerned about, and the way that he pastored yeah. his church. It was we want to be the place that people desire to go. And this whole celebrity culture. For example, um, there was an article that that came out, and actually, the uh, preacher sneakers guy who we've had on our podcast, he wrote an article um, that that we could reference on Religious News Service about the Carl Lentz scandal. And he referenced another article on page six that says Hillsong Church operated like a nightclub with VIP treatment. 
what they would do is they would have it's a huge theater or auditorium or arena i guess you could describe it as i've never been to what is it um uh the 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 gramercy theater in new york i don't know how many people fit in that thing but they would reserve about 100 seats in the front where everybody could see for celebrities only for vips only and for a normal person with no celebrity status like you or I, if we wanted to go there, and if you wanted to get a good seat, you would have to show up hours ahead of time and wait in line just to get in and get a good seat. Now, there were always seats available. They never turned anybody away, but yeah. you would be seated in the back. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be it's first come, first serve. Yeah, wherever you sit. Yeah, wherever you sit. And so people would literally show up hours ahead of time, but they always reserved about 100 or so seats for Justin Bieber for Kim Kardashian, for Selena Gomez, for celebrities, that they could just text whoever. They would have a number. They would text, say, hey, I'm coming with a plus one. And they would show up right when service is starting, and they would be almost paraded in Mm -hmm. so that everybody would see, oh, my goodness, Justin Bieber is here. Mm -hmm. Wow, I have to be here. And they exalted this celebrity status in a church. Yeah. That's that's the culture that was created. That yeah, and that's the and the pastor led that charge. So what happened to him? We never even said what happened. Oh yeah, uh, it, well, it came, he he was fired because he's been having affairs. Mm-hmm. And the 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 room, the, not the rumor. Uh, he's admitted no, to yeah, it. He's admitted to it that he has been having a long affair. And now he's married with children, um, uh, and, an affair for a long time. But there, it's not just one woman that he's been having an affair with. He's regularly been sleeping with women mm-hmm. um, actually on the way here i watched um a interview from the person that he was um having a, the main affair with oh really and according to her she said that he never he just said his, his first name she didn't know who he was oh. she, i don't know how she met him she he never said what his job was the only thing he said he did is that he um worked with celebrities that's what he would tell him because she not he doesn't want to say I'm a pastor. She eventually found out that he was married, but she still kept having the affair. Um, she never found out who he was. She eventually did, but not. It took years to find yeah. out. She, and he said like, "Don't Google me and stuff." Which if somebody says "Don't Google me," that's the first <laughs> thing I'm doing. No, so <laughs> probably took hours. It probably took to the first bathroom break to yeah. find out. But you got she didn't know her his last name, so just uh, looking up Carl. In New York, you're going to get a lot of Carls. Um, but yeah, so Adventure came out, and then, yeah, so he uh, he posted a long thing on his Insta. I'm not, I'm not going to read it, but no. I was just looking at it. I don't. He only admitted to, I believe, one, one affair, right? I think he just admitted to not being faithful. Yeah. It was more that he was, that he was let go from his church. I was unfaithful in my marriage. Yeah. That's all he says. So um, whether that's one or continually but the main reason that that he sticks out is not just had a fair i mean that happens all the time there are there are pastors who aren't celebrities that we know of i know yeah who who have had affairs yeah and doesn't mean that you are like that god can't love you anymore it doesn't mean any stuff i do believe that it might make you unqualified now for the role Mm -hmm. um because it's a privilege what we're able to do um, and we're held to a higher standard, and I, don't, I think you can still serve God, and you don't have to be a lead pastor yeah. somewhere when the environment most likely helped influence and push you yeah. towards that sin that you cannot... I mean, he's obviously a narcissist, right? Yeah. That's he's as e- obvious as possible. Yeah. Um, and then you're a pastor of an insanely huge mega church with celebrities. He's 
friends with a bunch of celebrities. Of course. How does that not go to your head? Yeah. I know pastors that are narcissists now, let alone then you put all that. Like, it's <laughs> just going to be like a church of 75 yeah, people who yeah, are narcissists. For sure. A lot of church planners are narcissists. Yeah. So, like, I get how it happens very easily. Um, but I I know what's going to I know the story. Mm-hmm. I know it's going to happen. He'll be fine. He's not going to, he's going to lay low. And then in a couple years, either. Maybe not even that long. Yeah. Didn't take Perry Noble that long. No. I mean, he didn't have an affair, but he yeah. would just uh, 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 abusing alcohol. But it, again, that's, I think the culture pushed him towards that. I even know somebody who came to our church who used to go to his church that knows Perry Noble, Perry Noble. And, and said like, yeah, now he's like, it's not like a small church by any means, but definitely not a big church that he's pastor yeah. of. And he loves it. He loves not being a celebrity anymore. He loves, even though he's still. Well, he, have you seen him on Twitter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen him on Twitter. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> he likes to argue. He, yeah, he likes he's a to southern argue. southern boy. He, he likes to argue and he doesn't like masks. He's, that's he's, for sure. He is a southern boy. And he had COVID. He got COVID too. Um, shocker. Yeah, shocker. I wonder how. Uh uh, shoot, was I? I think I lost. You were talking about thought. Carl Lance and the e being an egomaniac and a narcissist and the celebrity culture, right? Yeah. So I just I, it just fuels mm-hmm. that type of behavior, especially when you're a narcissist. And I'm getting to a point where I don't know if anyone can be a celebrity pastor. I think that's the question. So, like, is it possible to be famous and a pastor and? I don't know. See, I, I don't know because like Billy Graham never had anything, right? As far as I know, right? The only yeah. thing I knew was the Billy Very Graham true. rule, which was to prevent him from doing that. Yeah, which people got mad about. I understand their arguments were, but the man didn't cheat. So Carl Lentz didn't have the Billy Graham rule. <laughs> he maybe should have. <laughs> um, but like and for I, those who don't know, the Billy Graham rule was he was never with a woman that wasn't his wife alone. Yes. Yeah. Never at a meeting. Never in a car. Yeah. Nothing like that. The argument is is that make it where women cannot go go up and love one. Maybe. But yeah. um, yep. that's not today's topic. Um, but I mean, I think of like, if this comes out about Stephen Furtick in the next couple of years. Oh, I wouldn't be shocked at all. Not at all. Oh, I know what I was saying about Carl. I pr- I guarantee you in the next two or three years, either he'll be a pastor somewhere else or, um, and that's just going to blow up uh-huh. because we love to forgive mm-hmm. um, and we cannot put forgiveness on like, yeah, we forgive, but doesn't mean I'm approving your this role. Mm-hmm. You've forfeited that role. Um, or he'll work with like movies. Yeah. I, I could see him being like some kind of producer or director with all of his celebrity. I One of those two are for sure going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, no doubt. But I think about like, let's, let's say some pastors that we know very well. Let's put Francis Chan out of this list because Francis Chan has done a lot to make sure he's not that person. Yeah, anymore. he quit his church so he wouldn't be a celebrity. But person. okay, let's think of like uh, Craig Rochelle, mm-hmm. very famous pastor. Yep. I like Craig Rochelle. Um, he seems great. He seems great. I don't. I don't know. Like, is it bad that he's at a level? Andy Stanley. Is it yeah. bad that he's at that level at this point? Um, Matt Chandler. Is it bad that he's at that level? I don't know. I don't know if it's. I don't know if anyone is meant to be able to withstand it. Yeah. I don't know if it's biblical anymore at this point for any church to be so big where your pastor is such a celebrity. I just don't know if that's what Jesus wants anymore. Yeah, and and the problem with that is. When you do get that big, and this isn't necessarily even their fault, right? Obviously, every pastor wants to continue to grow their church. Every pastor wants that. I and, and well, I shouldn't say every. Some pastors actually, there are some pastors out there who say, you know what, I fit best in a small church environment. Yeah, that's where I, that just suits me. So there are pastors like that. But most pastors 
want their church to always grow no matter the size. You want your church to grow, right? Absolutely. I would love for our church yep, to grow. Absolutely. And so uh, that's normal. The danger with that level of celebrity pastors is that obviously people are attending that church not for Jesus but for the pastor. But there are also people who attend. Not obviously, but yeah. There are, there are, I'm not saying everybody. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah there's there's there still there plenty, yeah. Obviously sure. people who attend that church for the pastor, but there are also obviously people who attend our churches because of the cute girl that they want to start dating or, or because of the whatever they want to be on stage and play guitar or for the pastor or for the pastor. Like it happens for us too. Yeah. You just tell me like you're that there's a person in your church telling other people, Hey, you should come. Cause I mean, pastor is what? What she say? Yeah, yeah. This is uh, <laughs> um, uh, Heather. She listened to our podcast. I, right. I'll let her. I'll text her and let her know that I talked about her. Um, she, she, we were talking. We were in a small group, and um, and uh, we were talking about inviting people to church. And she was like, "I was just talking to a friend of mine the other day um, to, about church and saying, hey, you should come to our church. You would love our pastor. He's got tattoos and is really nerdy.' Yep. And I was like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah, you're right, <laughs> nerdy. Best description. He had a lot of tattoos, nerdy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, could have put ugly in there. Dang too, it." <laughs> She but still, but, me as nerdy. But there are people that come because, like, yeah. and they'll tell you, like, I, I get, I can relate to you. I as like a pastor. your preaching. Style. I like your preaching, so I come. Yep. Because I like, and then I'm gonna grow. And as and my selfish pride as a three for sure, like mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. So I can see how this happens very quickly. Right. But I'm. It's easy for me to criticize celebrity pastors, knowing that I'm not one, and I probably won't ever be one. Yep. But. What would I do to stop my stop it from happening? The if, only thing you can do is what Francis Chan did. Yeah, like uh, what I'm starting to think is, would I have the humility enough? <laughs> yeah, to do that, probably not. Probably what not. if all of a sudden our church started growing, 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 and all of a sudden we're at two or three thousand people, four thousand people mm-hmm. are coming, and then all of a sudden I'm getting book offers and I'm writing books. Like, yeah, when would I have? the humility to say no to that mm-hmm. it's easy for me to say i would now knowing it's most likely not going to happen no one's asking me to write a book <laughs> barely read one so like <laughs> it's uh it's to answer the question though of is it possible to be at that level of celebrity and still be a, a good pastor and and lead church yes i believe that it is mm-hmm. because i I mean, we don't know. We don't know what's happening in, in all these people's lives. I believe Andy Stanley's doing it right. I don't I know. Craig, him. I believe Craig Rochelle's. Doing I believe it right. Craig Rochelle's doing it right. Matt Chandler. They just um, all their satellite churches. Mm-hmm. They made them all their own churches. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so I that, think that's awesome. So you know what that means? It's not about him. It means where's the money going now? To them. To the actual church, to not actual back church. to the yeah. village. It's yeah. not going back to Matt Chandler Church. They're doing their own thing now. Right. So I I do believe it is possible, but. You've got to have the right guardrails in place, you and you have to be fully aware, and you have to protect yourself at all times from yourself. And I, uh, if you, especially, you, and you got to know yourself. That's that's just in anything that, that you do. You got to know your personality and what is dangerous for you, right? So, like you're saying uh, that with your personality as a three from the Enneagram, you you very much would enjoy it. And would like attention you would love, and I love the attention too. Yeah, like I think both of us would fall into that category you, where you it would be hear, dangerous. I don't think I ever told you this, but I literally thought this as a three. And before I say this, everyone's listening, and Erica, who's also listening, don't judge me. I'm being honest and open. I understand how this is going to sound, and I've been I've been doing some heart recognition. Oh, wow. 
Um, I'm as a three. I always think people are watching me at all times. <laughs> I always think people know I am. I do always. I have to constantly remind myself. What, like at the grocery store, everywhere. I always think people are keeping an eye on me because <laughs> I want them to. I I promise. Ask not any other threes. They always have that in their mind. The best thing for me is going to the gym because there's so many people. I'm trying to do two pull ups and there are there are girls that are killing pull ups. I'm like, oh, I'm glad I'm here. This is good for my humility because <laughs> yeah. it's like I'm so weak. Anyways, I went. Uh, we myself and Topper XO is pouring out. Yeah, R.I.P. We went to Citizens Show. Citizens Saints, Zach Bolin. He was on our podcast when we first started. Um, and then they were on a tour. And so I couldn't go to that show. You couldn't go to that show. We went for free because we were promoting Citizens on our podcast. So yeah. I was so our deal was he he emailed us, Hey, we have this ad, can you run on your podcast? I said, Yep, if you get us free tickets to, when you come. He said, Sure. So I walked in and no joke. I, in my head, I was like, someone's going to recognize me from this podcast. From the podcast? <laughs> yeah. I promise you I did. I, in my head, I'm, the whole time, I'm like, someone's eventually be like, don't you listen to one podcast? <laughs> because that happened one time to Topper. Yeah. <laughs> you thought that? I happened. thought for sure. Because I was like, well, we promoted this show. People are probably here because the, they heard. <laughs> I promise. So, so yeah. If, if our church starts growing, I need to be careful. <laughs> well, and also, uh, how about this? On Sunday mornings... During like worship, do you are you in the front row? Yeah, so am I. Well, we're getting ready to start up church here in a couple weeks, and during worship, in my head, it's always like somebody is looking at me right now. Yeah, and in that environment, yeah, probably because you're mm-hmm. the pastor, and 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 I'm up front. Yeah, even though I'm not on stage yet, so in my mind, I'm always like, okay, make sure that I'm doing what's right mm-hmm. because I know somebody's probably looking at me right now. I've admitted that. In a sermon, yeah, it's my new approach because I asked somebody because I was like, I'm worried that I'm like, because I'm starting a church, like, am I a narcissist? I was worried uh-huh. that I was, and um, one of my one of our mentors said to me was like, the fact that you're struggling whether you are or aren't shows you're not. If yeah. you wouldn't care if you were a narcissist, so I feel like the best thing for me to do is just keep admitting when I do stuff to be vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, so that way, like, like I just did. Yeah. So it's like how embarrassing for me that is that I thought that. Yeah. To remind myself not to. So at one time I was I was talking about worship and I was like, you know, at times I stand up there and while my eyes are closed, I'm thinking I hope the live stream's working or don't really like the song or I hope people think I'm worshiping. Yeah. Like I'll th- and yeah. you think that too. I'll, we all I'll do it. that. But so I try to admit it more and more now so that way I tear myself down a little more so I can yeah. be more, a little more humble. Anyways, I, I, I just don't know how the celebrity culture that... I think that the celebrity pastors that stay a celebrity... And do it well are the minority, yeah. not the majority. Yeah. There's of course there's gonna oh, yeah. there's of course there's gonna be pastors that we just know. Like there's a bunch of pastors that we could say that no one else would know. But and they're not so they're not celebrities by any means. I could probably contact them if I really wanted to. Um but they're just part of bigger churches, right? Yeah. Even locally there's there's pastors that are part of bigger churches that um that are by no means a celebrity, but like yeah. A lot of people know him. So mm-hmm. are they a mini celebrity? It's well, just like S- Stephen Furtick, for example, I-, I remember reading about him before where uh, there is a- another pastor who I don't know his name, and I just thought this in my head, so I didn't have it prepared ahead of time. There's another pastor like in Texas or something who laid out the blueprint for how to be a celebrity pastor. Yeah. And Stephen Furtick followed that blueprint to a T, and he is a celebrity pastor. So like I- him, for example... 
I think the whole time he was like, I want to be the pastor of a mega church. Yeah. And so I'm going to do all that I can and follow this blueprint and be a mega where, church. Where did you hear that, though? I remember reading an article about it or something like that. I, it so was a while ago. Again, you were, rumors, you, were, sorry, rumors. You, were, you, were, you were all mad at me because I, I hurt your Carmen with the rumor, and you just gave another one. That's because Carmen, there's no evidence. I can find an article. Oh, my goodness. Is that all it takes? An article now? And now, now it's on its gold for you, Shane? Now it's concrete truth What I just shared about Stephen Furtick, I think, fits. You don't look look at Carmen and tell me what I said does not fit. I'm not, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's true. <laughs> I don't know. It just conveniently fit for this argument. Anyways, I think that there are pastors out there who definitely are like, I want to be a mega church pastor. And we've talked about it before a long time ago, but there. There's a cap that like I won't make any more than a certain number. Like I was even thinking the other day, is what it fifty thousand? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm almost there. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it could be a hundred thousand because I, and then I'll just say I just won't pay any taxes ever. <laughs> Anyways, um, I I remember thinking the other day, what if what would I do if someone like wanted to gift me a Tesla? I wouldn't be able to take no, you it. You can't take that. I wouldn't take you it. Can't. Because I wouldn't, I could not flaunt wealth. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe there are times where I flaunt. I just know how little I make for everybody else. So it's like, it's easy for me not to flaunt it. Yeah. I have the same, I wear the same seven shirts. People make fun of me at church because, like, you only wear seven shirts. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, there's a red one, there's a blue one, there's a good one, there's just whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you, I have to do stuff to be extra careful. I think Craig Rochelle does a good job with it. I, I listened to a po- uh, sermon he did. He, um, whenever he gets a new shirt, he gives one away. Uh, he only has like 10 shirts. And when you watch him preach, you'll see him wear the same thing a yeah. bunch. You'll never see Stephen Furtick wear the same outfit. Yeah. Never. Because he says that they have people that dress him for, for church. Who, Stephen Furtick? No, no. Um, Craig Rochelle. But it's only seven outfits. Uh-huh. And he sh- showed a picture of his closet. It's like seven shirts hung up. That's it. That's the only things he'll wear. I've got more shirts than that. Yeah. So like he, but so he does things intentionally knowing the, the trap that's that can come. Because, yeah. I mean, he writes books. He writes stuff. So, like, the wealth that he could get, which he probably is very well off, right? Um, I think that's what you have to do. And that doesn't just go with pastors. I think that goes with anybody. Any any vocation you are in, mm-hmm. that's always a danger. If it's something where you can be, like, at the top of, of whatever and be a celebrity, make millions of dollars. How many times do you hear about, like, uh, um, uh, Russell Wilson, for example, who was uh i don't know if he married his longtime girlfriend was with her forever i think that he did marry her, or at least was engaged and then all now and then broke up with her and now he's married to sierra yeah and all of a sudden completely changed and i'm not saying there's anything wrong with russell wilson and i don't know the ins and outs of their relationship but you see someone who is a normal person and then they release celebrity status and now their entire life has changed and now their entire personality also changes with it yeah that I think that's dangerous, and I never want that to happen. Like I want to always be me. I don't want to change everything about me because I have more money or wealth or fame or whatever. Mm-hmm. I would never want that. I st- I just want to be me. Um, I think it's but bad. it's easy to say when that isn't even a possibility. yeah. When, yeah, so far away. <laughs> I think it's bad for any follower of Jesus to flaunt wealth. Yeah, I think it's horrific for a pastor to do it. So if you're a follower of Jesus, I don't think you should be flaunting wealth anyways. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you shouldn't have wealth, but like you should be generous. You should save. You should pay for your kids' colleges, do all that stuff, but you don't have to flaunt it. If you're a pastor and you're supposed to be the example, 
and God's calling you to do that, then man, how could you flaunt wealth? Yep. And but that's kind of the culture we're in now, where people are just easily pastors easily doing it. And then when you find out that you've been having an affair, everyone goes, "Oh, yeah, of course he was. Yep. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't he? You see the picture with him without a shirt on with Justin Bieber? Of course he wasn't. Yeah. So." Yeah. And it definitely, and we're literally going. Stephen Furtick's probably next. We'll probably yeah. come up next, which is maybe bad. Maybe us judging, uh-huh. but we're you're a pastor showing off yeah. while you're showing off. And I think that the reason why it's so bad too is because the argument that those pastors or churches are making for doing that is. Well, we're winning people over for Jesus. Yeah, and it's like, are you though? Like, is is that the reason why? Yeah, or maybe maybe it's because Jesus is amazing and everybody needs him in his life. Or maybe ma- it's not the fact that you wear thousand dollar shoes, or maybe you're not winning anyone. Yeah, they're only there for the show. Maybe you're misleading more people than you're winning. <laughs> yeah, maybe you th- maybe you're damning people. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. people that think they're fine now, mm-hmm. they can do. They can follow Jesus and live their life exactly the same like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Jesus never called us to live that way. We should be different than everyone else. Yeah. We should live differently. And the difference should be sacrificing constantly, less of ourselves, less of our needs, less for one. So we need to constantly check ourselves. Before we wreck ourselves. Before we wreck ourselves. <laughs> t-shirt idea. Yeah. We need to start making t-shirt ideas. Yeah. You know, because Erica could make some shirts. Yeah. You know what we could do? What? We Have could. My, all of my intros on one? Oh gosh, <laughs> that'd be a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long shirt. Um, if we ever we we stopped our Patreon, right? Uh-huh. Um, if we ever bring that back, we can make the levels shirts. We have to think of some catchphrases. And also, if you just want to buy a shirt, you can. R.I.P. Pour one out, one. Let's think of some more catchphrases. Slap on his butt, send it away. <laughs> <laughs> that should be our. That's gotta be our first shirt. <laughs> oh, gosh. What other, what other sayings we got? We just made a new one. I've never heard it before. Uh, oh, check yourself where you wreck yourself. Yeah, I've never heard oh, it in my life. We own. made that up, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what other what other uh, slogan sayings do we have, Shane? I don't. I don't know. I've thought of three. I know. Well, kind Christian of, Podcast don't take yourself too seriously. Yeah, that's obviously. I'm that's your. I'm your host Shane with. Well, you know what we got to do is we got to go back through the Instagram page, and uh, you used to have quotes. You used yeah, to, I used to say, you used, I used to, to like make them. quotes. I, I read one the other day where it's like something about I said about if you like white pizza and you don't eat the crust and don't talk to me, don't be, <laughs> I'm not your friend. Something like that. So we could go back and find some of those. Yeah, and then we can make some T-shirts. Yep. And hey, if you want a T-shirt, and we'll sell them. Yes. So we can make more money. So that we can get thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. Speaking. Yeah. Speaking of celebrity pastors, we can be celebrity podcasters. There's yeah. nothing in the Bible. Nothing in the Bible. Tell me one verse that says I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me one. Nope. There ain't one. There ain't one. So hey, if you got an idea for uh, for a T-shirt idea, send it our way. How? How can no, they no, send no, it? No, I didn't mean to. I, no, I'm not trying to set that up. Oh. Well, I have to find out a way. Okay. If 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 you got hey, if you got an idea for it for a t-shirt, a quote, something like that, all you got to do is go outside, take that snowman that's out in your front yard. There's no it stop, melts. stop, stop. Depends on where you're from. Stop. If you're in Texas, uh, you still got it. Stop. Do they still have snow in Texas? Probably. I don't think they do anymore. Do they? I know Ted Cruz doesn't because he's in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing, dude? Come on, man. Don't go for a Cancun vacation. <laughs> and then blame it on your kids. Yeah, yeah. That's even better. They needed a break. They needed a break. It's been real stressful. First snow we've ever seen in Texas. <laughs> yeah, anyways. So go outside. Find Ted Cruz. Find Ted Cruz. <laughs> Get that snowman in his front yard. Take your question. 
pin it to his chest, slap its butt, send it our way. We'll get it. Easy. How will the snowman get there? You are getting terrible at these. Snowman You're... at night. There's a book. You put a hut. You put a hat. <laughs> then now frosty becomes frosty yeah the hat yeah it's magical so first you, okay so you gotta go back go back you gotta find a magical hat <laughs> is the hat magical or is the snowman magical the hat's magical or is that does the hat unlock the the magic what if you put a magical hat on something else that's not a snowman is it only a snowman's magical don't hat? do that <laughs> you, you don't. that's how you create the multiverse <laughs> it's gonna be wandavision all over again if you do that oh, no. Anyways, oh yeah, send it to us. You can also go to our website, mymchristianpodcast.com. You can go to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We haven't checked our Twitter in a while, but we check our Facebook and Instagram still. Uh Uh, I've got a couple new followers recently. Um, Also, if give us a five-star review. Yeah, we've gotten a couple five-star reviews lately, but people aren't commenting on it. We've gotten five-star reviews, but they haven't left a comment. So. Come on, we want to hear. I mean, don't give us anything less than a five, okay? (laughs) We've also got comments for less. (laughs) Uh, And they're right, actually. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and so yeah, if you haven't yet, please subscribe. So that way you can actually like get this when we release them. Who knows when, I don't know what our ratio is going to be, but we'll release them sometimes. So that way you actually get it. Um, I think that's all all we got. So Shane, Mm -hmm. anything you want to say before we leave? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're rusty. Uh, Yes. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a nice review. To support the podcast, you can go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash nymchristianpodcast. Music provided by The Revived. Check them out at therevivedmusic.com. Stay connected with us by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter and Instagram.